Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about the Challenger disaster. The last man walked on the moon in December 1972, and afterwards the National Aeronautics and Space Administration went forward with a plan to develop a space shuttle for missions with scientific, military, and economic uses. In the spring of 1981, NASA launched Columbia, followed by Challenger, Discovery, Atlantis, and Endeavor. It didn't take long for the public to regard these undertakings as routine and commonplace, rather than the thrilling adventures of the earlier space program. There was, however, great interest in the Challenger spaceflight in late January 1986, because it would be carrying the first teacher beyond Earth's atmosphere. Krista McAuliffe was a social studies instructor at Concord High School in New Hampshire, and she would be using the space shuttle as her classroom for a series of lectures to be beamed down to American schools. The public became fascinated with a personable teacher who had been selected from more than 11,000 candidates. Challenger was supposed to have flown several days earlier, but was delayed by the prior shuttle's mission and bad weather. Finally, on the morning of January 28th, the crew boarded the shuttle and blasted off at 11.38 on an unusually cold day for Central Florida. With a large crowd in attendance and thousands of children watching on classroom televisions, Challenger ascended into the clear blue sky. Problems quickly developed, however, with an O-ring that had not sealed properly in the cold, and when an enormous wind shear slammed into the spacecraft, a plume developed that ruptured one of the external fuel tanks. Seventy-three seconds into the launch, Challenger exploded into a huge fireball that killed all seven astronauts and sent shockwaves through the nation. People at the Space Center and watching on TV waited for someone from NASA to say something reassuring, that maybe they hadn't really seen what they thought they had. What came across the nation's airwaves, however, was a stunned, obviously a major malfunction. We have no downlink. This was followed by confirmation of the accident. We have a report from the Flight Dynamics Officer, that the vehicle has exploded. At the time of the accident, President Reagan was preparing for his State of the Union address to be given later that evening. Instead, he postponed it and went on TV at 5 p.m. to speak to the public about the disaster. This is what he said. We mourn seven heroes, Michael Smith, Dick Scobie, Judith Resnick, Ronald McNair, Ellison Onizuka, Gregory Jarvis, and Krista McAuliffe. We mourn their loss as a nation together. For the families of the seven, we cannot bear as you do the full impact of this tragedy. But we feel the loss, and we're thinking about you so very much. Your loved ones were daring and brave, and they had that special grace that special spirit 
that says, Give me a challenge, and I'll meet it with joy. They had a hunger to explore the universe and discover its truths. They wished to serve, and they did. They served all of us. We've grown used to wonders in this century. It's hard to dazzle us. But for 25 years, the United States Space Program has been doing just that. We've grown used to the idea of space, and perhaps we forget that we've only just begun. We're still pioneers. They, the members of the Challenger crew, were pioneers. And I want to say something to the schoolchildren of America who were watching the live coverage of the shuttle's takeoff. I know it is hard to understand, but sometimes painful things like this happen. It's all part of the process of exploration and discovery. It's all part of taking a chance and expanding man's horizons. The future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. The Challenger crew was pulling us into the future, and we'll continue to follow them. There's a coincidence today. On this day, 390 years ago, the great explorer Sir Francis Drake died aboard ship off the coast of Panama. In his lifetime, the great frontiers were the oceans, and an historian later said, he lived by the sea, died on it, and was buried in it. Well, today, we can say of the Challenger crew Their dedication was, like Drake's, complete. The crew of the Space Shuttle Challenger honored us by the manner in which they lived their lives. We will never forget them, nor the last time we saw them this morning as they prepared for their journey and waved goodbye and slipped the surly bonds of earth to touch the face of God. Thank you for joining me. For Great Stories in American History, I'm Rebecca Price Janney.